Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Show. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this month's channeled message session with the Council of Light. My name is Laura West, and I am in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and you're with me here in my office space. I just had a lovely client day, and now I've transitioned to the channeled message event. For those of you who don't know about my body of work, I am a Reiki master teacher, a spiritual, intuitive, psychic, medium kind of person, and I work with plant medicine. And I've been channeling this group called the Council of Light since 2010. I have had many iterations of their channeled work throughout the history of my career. Um, back in the day before all of this technology is the way that it is now, I used to go into a deep state of trance and record into a little recording device and then listen back to it and transcribe it and post it on my blog. And then for a while I've been doing um, fast forward through technology changes and I was doing live um, editions of this in a different technology format. And today I am here on my YouTube channel live for the very first time. I'm just exploring this to see if this technology functionality will work for me as a business model on the back end. I don't know if this is the model I'm going to use going forward, but I thought I would give it a try today. So here we go. The way this works is I will close my eyes and I will bring the Council of Light through. They have a very specific thing they want to talk to you about today that they've talked about in past iterations for those of you who followed along and have listened to their words and past messages. Um, and when I'm done, I'll open my eyes and we'll do a little bit of a debrief before we move on with our day. Sound good? All right. So rest, get settled, sit back in a chair and relax. You can close your eyes if you'd like. You can lay down. You can close your door, enter into a meditative or quiet reflective space. And I also share with folks that some people like to use notebooks to take notes. If any um, words come through the Council of Light as they're speaking and it jogs that your memory or it piques your interest, you might want to write it down. And then also... Um, you are with me in my office space. I'm in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I'm up on the third floor just outside a busy uh, city space and scape. So you might be hearing external noises in the background as we go. It's usually not a big deal. Okay, here we go. Greetings to you all, you bright, blessed beings there on that earth plane. We are the Council of Light, and we are here once again to say hello. And we are glad to be with you, and we look forward to sharing our message today with you. We applaud Laura for trying this new format. We see that this technology platform that she's using in this way is new for her as a model of use, and we encouraged her to just go for it, to dive into the deep end of the pool and to go live in this capacity, and we're glad that she did so because we wanted her to see the mobility and flexibility and ease with which she can use this particular version of technology. 
With that said, and with those accolades applauded to her, we will now move into our message meant for the rest of you in human capacity that listen to our words with diligence and anticipation. We have talked to you in several of our recent past messages about little tiny notes that we've said we wanted to move into a larger message capacity and a future message. And today we would like to expound upon some of them. For example, we have told you in many of our messages in the past over the last several years that you come from soul groups to incarnate into human form and we've made reference to them in a light and little way but we really want to take some time today to parse this out very carefully and very thoroughly for you and go into it with depth so it is true that you have a soul energy presence that is different from your physical body presence they are two separate entities your soul essence presence has no end and no beginning. It is always in existence. Your physical form, i.e. the body that you inhabit during this lifetime, has a beginning when it is birthed onto the earth plane, and it has an ending when you decide to expire your body at the end of your life. There are different spaces inhabiting the same reality. Your soul essence is a part of a soul group. When it is between lifetime incarnations in your human physicalness, it likes to hang out with the other souls a part of your group. Many of you come from soul groups that are, that are about two to 300 souls large, and you're like families of sorts. Although you don't think of each other in your soul forms, as the word family, like you do when you're in your human form. You're more of a conglomerate, a group that is moving through existence together and different iterations of you come into relationship together and decide, sure, I'll go through the next lifetime with you. I'll help you with that learning that you want to do or that lesson giving that is meant to be imparted to you and you contract to help each other out and you become the people in your relationships such as mothers and fathers, parent figures, if you will, children in relationship to the parent figures, teachers or coworkers, bosses or scholars that are here to impart knowledge to specific students in specific ways, so on and so on. When this happens, you have a generalized sense of what it is that you would like to practice or learn or grow into in the lifetime that you're entering into with the other souls around you. And they too have an understanding of what it is that you will be working on or holding space for. Some of you in the particular immediate family soul group that you come into this lifetime to experience with, know that you are playing the role of lesson giver. And so it is your job to hold up the mirror for the other person to reflect back to them the lesson they are meant to learn. Or you are the boundary holder so that the person who is crossing the boundaries can learn what it is to be in healthy, right relationship with boundary because you are showing them a boundary that they cannot cross. Sometimes, 
your relationships are intense, uncomfortable, destructive, fraught, anger-inducing. Sometimes your relationships are loving kind and easygoing and carefree and happy with energy of calmness and contentment. In either instance, you're learning and you're growing. Now, we know that that is a very simplified black and white version, A and B, light and dark, yin and yang, stark, complementary version of what <laughs> lifetimes are like. We understand that as humans, you have a flux of emotions and a range of intensities and a multitude of lessons that are learned. Some of you are learning lessons in a very big way with massive pivots running through your lives. Whereas others of you are learning lessons that are also very big, but to the outside observer, it is cool, calm, and collected all the way through every routine of your life. There is not a right or a wrong way to learn these lessons with each other, and there is not a right or a wrong way to accomplish learning as you move through the continuum of your lifetime. Each lifetime that you incarnate in is a construct of your own choosing, and you get to play, grow, learn, practice, stumble, fumble, <laughs> learn, and repeat the process over and over again. There is not a right or a wrong way to go through each lifetime, and there is not a right or a wrong or a missed opportunity or a missed the boat experience if you don't get it the first time around. You have most of most of you have incarnated over several hundred lifetimes into human existence as you continually evolve your emotion, your physicality endurance, your health endurance, your psychological and that psychological aptitude and the like. There is always a trajectory of growth in every lifetime that you live. And there's always movement forward on your path. Very rarely has there been an existence of a human form where they have slid backwards in an evolutionary context to a prior iteration or a former self that knew, understood, and lived from less. The framework of exposing yourselves to being human and incarnated is just that. It is to expose yourselves to new learning, new knowledge, new experiences, so you can continually grow and move forward on your path of lifetimes. Think of it like a sliding scale, and you're always moving forward. And there's different rates that all of you are moving. Some of you absorb your lessons very quickly and you move fast. Others take several lifetimes to learn the one lesson. It's all good. Think of a road race, for example. When the road race begins, all 100 members participating in the running don't run at the exact same pace. Some run very quickly and finish fast. Some run very slowly and finish last. Some run somewhere in between with pausing breaks to walk, catch their breath, and keep running. And yet everybody finishes, and it's all wonderful, and everyone is celebrated. The way you experience your lifetimes is the same. Moving through each lifetime and accomplishing the lessons that you have and mastering the experiences that you are given 
is something that you all have the joy of journeying. It's also interesting to note that sometimes you are in smaller soul groups than the two or 300 that we mentioned in the beginning. Some of you like to go through several lifetimes or several hundred centuries of lifetimes with the same 40 or 50 people. And when you incarnate this way, moving through your lifetimes, your father in this lifetime might have been your sister in a past lifetime and might be your third cousin, second removed in the next lifetime coming up, so on and so forth. You change roles and you pivot around so that you can all practice and try on different hats, if you will. That is true in the larger soul groups of two and 300 as well, but there's more of you and there's more opportunity to incarnate with newer groups of people versus the same 40 or 50 over and over and over again. And the other interesting thing to note about your incarnations with your soul group units is that you have different generations that take on roles in each of your lifetimes. So as you yourself have chosen to come into a role of being a child with a parental unit figurehead of some kind, they become old and they expire from their physical form while you are an adult and then you become the adult and some of you choose to bring in the children and raise them and then you become the old person and you expire. What happens to the adults that were your parent figures or the person who was your parent role between when they expire and when it's your turn to fill that space for the younger generation? Well, they go back to spirit. They live in that soul group space and they hang out with all the other souls that are part of your quote unquote family. And they wait for you until you come back into soul form. There's a distinction that we've talked about with you before in many of our past messages, but it's been quite a while since we've said it to you explicitly. And that is that energy of source and soul form knows no space and time boundary. It is very different, the construct of time there than the construct of time that you all know as humans that takes seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years and so on and so on. The thing that takes you 100 years to navigate through in your human form, going from being a baby to an elder who's ready to expire at the end of a long and well-lived life is about a blink of an eye in soul form when your family is waiting in soul space to communicate with you and to watch you as you grow and to dote on the babies as they get born. <laughs> that is why there are many of you in your lifetimes as humans who have a sense that your family, your ancestors are watching over you. And some of you have actually developed your skill sets to be able to communicate with the family and the ancestors to hear messages or to be in relationship with them as you are in your human form and they are in their spirit form. Now, there are some of you that might not understand how to do that or don't believe that is a skill set that will ever be a truth for you. And that is okay, too. But as spirit ourselves coming through the voice box of a human form, 
We know that this is a version of reality that is an option for many humans to understand as a truth. And so we offer it to you here now. The other thing that we wanted to share with you that was specific in relationship to being in soul forms is that your soul family is doing their own thing when they're in their soul spaces. So for those of you who are just about ready to welcome the incarnation of humans as babies to be raised as children in your family units, your babies are in spirit as soul entities hanging out with the soul group who are taking care of them and watching over them and keeping them company until it is time energetically for them to come into your human existence and through you as the parent figure bringing them in. And then your family in the generations above you who have gone through their lives and they have reached elderhood and they have expired physically, they're also in soul form hanging out, having fun, meeting connections, being social with their souls that came before them as they wait for you. They're not constantly hanging over your shoulder, looking at everything you do. You have privacy in your life. Even though they can communicate with you and they can see you and they can keep tabs on you, they come and go just like anybody in your lives now. They have things to do. They have social lives to live. They have busy agendas and fun schedules. They're not always constantly watching you like a hawk, making sure that you're paying attention or that you're doing the right thing. In fact, most of the time, they don't care. <laughs> Your life that you live is not theirs to keep track of. They have their own soul experiences in soul form that they want to be doing. It's a fun experience to be back in soul form. There is a lot of lightheartedness and socialization that takes place with joy that they are focused on when they're there in that soul space. And so it's very simple. <laughs> we leave these words with you today as a parting gift with clarity under the uh, way that we share through the voice box of this woman here. And we look forward to speaking with you again in next month's iteration of our message giving capacity to you. And now we will take our leave and let the woman that we come through come back on board. We wish you great tidings of joy and many deep blessings. We are the council of light and we wrap you in a golden blanket of light to nourish you and sustain you and keep you ever so tight as we wrap you and hold you until the next time we are to see you and communicate with you again. Namaste, goodbye for now and adieu. <laughs> Lovely, lovely, lovely. Isn't that so interesting to get as information? Maybe this is information that some of you already knew, and maybe this is uh, new information for some of you, but it's interesting to know that the Council of Light wanted to come through and speak on this particular topic very clearly today. And um, it's interesting to note that they wanted to share this in this capacity, in this technology framework that I shared with you in the beginning um, in this new way. I don't know if this is a format that I'm going to continue to use as I move forward. I had been using a different technology platform to come to you live, as many of you know, um, but it, it seemed to work well in this way. So I will be in touch with you through my newsletter 
And I will certainly encapsulate today's channeled message like I always do. And I will um, subitize it and send it out to those of you who could not be joining me here live. I see that there's a couple of folks that are here now. Thanks for popping in. If you were not here in the very beginning, as I shared um, before the channeled message, this is a new technology uh, system set up for me. So it's just happening for the first time in this way. Um, but with all of that said, I will be back again next month as usual with the Council of Light to channel for you the message that they want to channel. And if you're interested in checking out any of my information or how to network or to do any kind of session work with me, my website is Divine Lotus Healing. And I do offer sessions for clients. And I you're in my office, as I said in the very beginning, this is my Cambridge office. I just had a successful, busy, full client day. Um, and I offer classes on many different topics. So feel free to check out the work that I offer. And I look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, everyone. Mwah. Be well. Have a takeaway from today's episode? Visit the show's episode directly on my website to leave a comment. Or take a screenshot and tag Divine Lotus Healing Show on social media. Also, be sure to leave a positive review on any of your social media platforms to help these episodes reach more divine people who are just like you. It helps to build our community of spiritual beings, and it also helps me know what you're enjoying most from my show. Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at DivineLotusHealing.com for one-on-one -on -one work, courses, essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, Divine Lotus Healing.